Welcome back, friends and family, to season two of Jesus Time, where Jesus tells us things in our times with him, and we share them, because there's nothing better than hearing from Jesus and then sharing that with your friends and family. It's the best. And this is a hard episode because we're talking about loss and grief, and that's the worst. I hate it. I hate it. But grieving with Jesus is exponentially better than grieving alone. And I say better, being with someone, being with someone who understands is helpful. It really is. And it's it's a hard season because I want to say Happy New Year, but... I'm not happy and that's okay. It's okay to not be happy and I'm learning that and I'm growing in that. And even if you've you've heard last season towards the end, you've heard some some of the chaos, some of the unmet expectations that the Christmas season for me was. But you didn't hear all of it because at that time it was too raw it was too new i could not i could not approach that because much like a wound that just happened a physical wound where you cannot even touch it to put neosporin on it that's that's where my heart was last season towards the end but jesus spoke some incredible things to me during that time and oh it is in it is in our suffering I think that we grow deep roots in him and so that's why I wanted to do this podcast part of me doesn't but also I feel like it's so important to share everything he has said to me I think there's such value in that and so so here goes so last season I did some podcasts about my dog's surgery, Rocky. He had these tumors and there was a surgery and it was messy and hard things happened. What I didn't share is that the surgery was a temporary fix because the doctor discovered that he had cancer. It was a very aggressive form He did not get all of it in the surgery, and it came back very quickly. The tumors had pretty much taken up his entire chest. He was no longer comfortable. He was incontinent. He was not himself. He had lost his appetite. And the decision was made that he had to be put down because that was the most humane thing and it it was on December 27th that we were still processing this and making the decision and I could make it I could not make it because how do you decide that how do you decide that it's time for this beloved pet that we've had for 13 years my kids grew up with who was a comfort to me when I was sick an encouragement to me when I got home uh, a comfort to my daughter who he would sleep 
in her bed every night. How do you make that decision? So it was on the 27th that Jesus gave me the verse in Luke 12:50. He said, I have a terrible baptism of suffering ahead of me and I am under a heavy burden until it is accomplished. The Lord was sharing with me that this is going to be a very hard decision. And there is a type of suffering that you will endure until that decision is made. The heavy burden until it is accomplished. And I knew where he was going with this, but I did not want to accept it. And he reminded me in Hebrews 4.15, This high priest of ours understands our weakness, for he faced all of the same testings we do, yet he did not sin. And I was so challenged because during this time of grief, I still had all my responsibilities, more so, in fact, it was very busy. And in my sorrow, in my grief, which manifested itself as anger, I was not responding kindly to certain people. There was a a saint at our church who we love dearly. um, And like everyone else, there are limits to this person's capacity in terms of empathy, understanding, no big deal. We all have those limits, but I was impatient with this person and responded harshly. I was able to brush it off as a joke soon after, but my heart was absolutely not joking around in my response. And the Lord said to me through the verse in Hebrews, I understand you're hurting. I've been there. I've experienced those things, yet I did not sin. And he wasn't he wasn't accusing me, he was inviting me. He was inviting me into a place where I could suffer with him, yet without sin. Because in that place was the sweet spot of Jesus that could comfort me. And he invited me into his suffering. He sat with me in that place and he he said to me look at all the times that I have had this pain of grief where maybe he felt alone like I did a little bit and uh, where I never thought about what Jesus had to go through when Jesus was maybe a young man and Joseph died his mom's husband who was a an earthly father to him The scriptures don't tell about that, but he must have grieved, if not for himself, but watching his mom cry when he learned that he was born to die. That must have been a grief for him that he bore alone. When he saw his cousin John, John the Baptist, die, that must have been horrible, and yet he continued his ministry. When Judas, one of his friends, betrayed him, that must have been a grief he bore alone. When he was so burdened by his upcoming death that he sweat blood. In that same 
garden of Gethsemane where he asked for emotional support from his best friends when they fell asleep. That must have been a grief he bore alone. When Jesus was arrested and tortured and abandoned by all of his friends, when he was mocked on the cross, when his heavenly father turned away from him, he must have felt grief and alone and he was inviting me into that and not of course it's not the same I know that but when we suffer and when we are in grief and we're alone we don't have a high priest who cannot sympathize he can he did soon after that quiet time my husband and I spoke and we made the decision and we took Rocky in the next day with our family and we said goodbye And then the next day, we went to a conference where we had to be social and we had to teach seminars and main sessions and we were exhausted and it was hard. It was really hard. And then we came back and half of our family got sick with COVID and half of our church or most of our church and people we loved got COVID and we were praying for them and caring for them and that was hard and Jesus met me there grief is a hard thing for so many reasons but I think it is also a gift from God to process our loss and it is hard when we are carrying that and we cannot sit long enough to process it But Jesus met me there. And he said, Psalm 23, 3, He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths, bringing honor to his name. He was giving me strength in the moments I needed it, even though I didn't have it. 23, 6, Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life, and I will live forever in the house of the Lord. I had nothing. I did not have the strength to even look up. I was basically just showing up like a zombie. And to know that God was pursuing me, his goodness and unfailing love pursuing me was so helpful. And then finally, when I got to sit a minute in my grief, he was so present. His understanding and his presence were the best. Lamentations 3, 20 through 24. It was like he gave words to my grief. I will never forget this awful time as I grieve over my loss. Yet, I still dare to hope when I remember this. The faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never cease. Great is his faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh each morning. I say to myself, the Lord is my inheritance. Therefore, I will hope in him. Verse 25 and 26. The Lord is good to those who depend on him, to those who search for him. So it is good to wait quietly for salvation from the Lord. That's where I was, and I am still there. I will never forget this awful time as I grieve over my loss. 
I still have the weight of sorrow on my heart. I still feel the loss acutely. Um, And yet, I am moving forward, trusting that God's presence is my strength and experiencing that because there is no strength in me, so I get to experience God's strength. The sorrow is not less, the the feeling of grief is not lightened, but it is God's presence that accompanies me through this and I can only I can only trust him as I show up in my life and trust him that he is the author and the source of joy and that this sorrow is not forever and that I will experience joy again and that even in my grief I don't have to sin and he will meet me there he will be my strength it is hard it is so hard it is so hard but God is with me and God is with you and if you have a loss whatever degree it is, degree it is we're not here to compare sorrow or compare loss or compare grief but it is the presence of that sorrow and that grief that God steps into and guys I pray that your Jesus time even if you don't feel like having it you can just show up because he will minister to you there so I hope that you can experience Jesus in your Jesus time in whatever emotion you have love you guys